The city of Chicago runs four community COVID-19 testing sites. They use a mouth swab that is extremely fast and painless. In fact, it's so painless, it's raising questions about its effectiveness. WBEZ's Monica Eng has more. If you go for COVID testing at most area hospitals, they're going to take a sample that's called a nasal pharyngeal swab. But some call it the brain poke because the swab is pushed so far up the nose. Todd Hess had it done twice. And the first time, it was incredibly intense and painful. Emily Dynan got it done at a drive through It's definitely a bit of a shock when it happens. You just brace yourself for impact, grip the steering wheel, and try and get through it. Recently, WBEC's Curious City team got a question from listener Sarah Navin, who'd heard horror stories like this. So when she went to the city's free sites, she was surprised to find a much more pleasant sample method. It was like the mouth swab. The self-swab type of testing, and each time it's been really easy and it's like amazing experience. (laughs) But also, frankly, puzzling after all her friends told her about their painful brain poke experiences. Because most of the other people I talked to who have been tested have gotten like the nasal. And so I was wondering, like, if there's a difference in accuracy of those tests and why the city of Chicago was doing those, if they were less accurate. We recently talked to lots of researchers and doctors to find out. And we learned that those deep nasal pharyngeal swabs, well, doctors really like them for a reason. Uh, The COVID virus, like other viruses, flu included, likes to live in the back of the nasopharynx. And so that's the best place to go. That's Dr. Karen Call, who heads the microbiology lab at North Shore University Health Systems. And even though she likes those nasal pharyngeal swabs, that collection method has got some real problems right now. In order to collect that, you need to have an appropriate supply chain of swabs, which has been one of the problems we've been dealing with. And it also requires the person doing the collection to be in PPE to protect themselves because people do, you know, sneeze, cough, whatever. It's, uh, there's a risk of exposure there. Yeah, and the risk of patients swinging their arms or swatting the swab away. One listener told us he just sat on his hands to control himself. So big hospitals like University of Chicago Medicine have been turning to an easier nasal swab that doesn't go as deep. We wanted to do that for a few reasons, and one of them was comfort for the patient. Kathleen Beavis directs the microbiology lab at UC Medicine. In our hands, with our test, it worked just as well. So that's the shallow nasal swabs. But what about the mouth swabs that Sarah and tens of thousands of other Chicagoans have used at the free city sites? Well, Yale researcher Ann Wiley did a study this spring with more than 100 people. It showed that the mouth swabs can be as good or even better than the deep nasal swabs. In fact, two people in her study had COVID and the mouth swabs detected it, but the nasal pharyngeal swabs did not. And I think that was also one of those things was like, OK, we might have something here. Wiley's paper is still under peer review, but she's adding more data. We've updated the data set twice now, and the findings are holding true. This isn't surprising to Fred Turner. He's the owner of a company called Curative, which is supplying the tests to the city of Chicago. He says their mouth swab tests work in part because they require the patient to cough three times first. The idea there is that the coughing releases virus in the lungs that gets caught in the saliva so that you're getting viral sample both from the lungs and the upper respiratory tract, as well as virus that would already be in the saliva. 
Despite all this new research supporting other methods, veteran doctors still tell me they think the brain pokes are best. But they all agree that expanded COVID testing is going to require some new methods. And hopefully methods that don't leave people with horror stories of feeling like they were poked in the brain. Monica Eng, WBEZ News.